Welcome to One Cause Church. Here is another inspirational message from Senior Pastor Eric Holler. It wasn't uh, that long ago, actually, November the 16th of 2018. What is that? Seven months ago? Is that right? Somewhere around there? Hmm? Six months ago? A guy by the name of John Allen Chow was killed November 16th, 2018, by a tribe called the Centinelese tribe, which is an Indian tribe. He went over there. Uh, they have never been reached with the gospel and still extremely uh, primitive in their ways. And uh, he was... Um, he tried three different attempts to go there. He was smuggled by some people on these fishermen on, uh, to go there to bring the gospel, and they've been all forbidden to go there because they know that their lives would be in danger. And this 26-year-old man decided he was going to do whatever he could to go anyway. And so after three attempts, um, they killed him. And they laid his body on the beach and uh, for others could, could come and take it and take it out of there. And this is six months ago, still killing people with a bow and arrow. And the, the, the gospel is in desperate need to get out to the world. And people are still laying down their lives for the gospel today. And I'm not saying that these guys are going to necessarily <laughs> go that far, but they are laying down their lives and that they're laying down their time, even their own wishes and concerns to go reach out. And it's such a powerful thing because this gospel is what compels us. The message is what compels us. Think about what that gospel has done for you, what it's done for your life. Aren't you grateful that you heard that news that Christ died for your sins? I mean, that changed everything. He died for your sins so that you don't have to die from your sins. And he was buried and he rose again the third day. Amen. That means your faith is in something alive that's forever. That's, and it's still changing lives today. This 2,000-year-old message is still saving people today. It's still setting the captives free. It's still healing the sick. It's still raising the dead. It's still doing its miraculous thing because it's the power of God to salvation to everyone who believes. So it behooves us to continue to take this message every time we get opportunity to go wherever that's near or far. Amen. Can, and I just want to remind us all, this is, this is really why we're ultimately here. I mean, we're here to bring glory to the name of Jesus, to bless his name. Amen. We're here to build the church. We're here to evangelize this world. We're here to win the lost souls. Because here's the thing. When we're in heaven, we'll still be exalting God, won't we? We'll still be praising him. We'll still be encouraging one another and loving one another, but we won't get to evangelize. That day will be over. So this is part of who we are as a church. We're here to share his message. We are here to serve his mission and to show his mercy. And so that's what God has put on our hearts to do as One Cause Church. And so we're trying to use every avenue possible. And e either, either you can go or you can send those who go. Yeah. And that's how we partner together. The, my dad's previous pastor, who's now in heaven, Pastor Jim Hester, who was a great pastor and missionary all over the world, yeah. Pastor Jim Hester said, go into all the world and preach the gospel. But if you can't, send somebody to, else to go. Amen. Help them get there. And that's what we're here doing right now. We're partnering together because we understand this mandate, this gospel that compels us. As Paul says, it's though God were pleading through us. Be reconciled to God. That's the heart cry of our Father. It's the heart cry of the church of the living God. 
that the world would see him, that the world would come to know Jesus, that the world would come to the light and come out of that darkness and into his marvelous light. I want to share a scripture with you right quick, and then we'll get out of here today, okay? Is this all right? All right. Now, Paul the Apostle, before he's Paul the Apostle, he is Saul of Tarsus, otherwise known as Al-Qaeda of that day. He is terrorizing the church. He is absolutely out to destroy the church. And he thinks that he's doing this for a righteous cause. He has a righteous conviction. He believes he's doing this for God and for Judaism. He's doing it to protect the law, the law of Moses, the traditions of their fathers. And Paul, as Saul of Tarsus, is willing to do anything uh, possible. As a matter of fact, he's willing to see all of these people that are preaching what they call the way annihilated from planet earth. He was there consenting to a man by the name of Stephen, the first martyr of the church. He was there consenting to his death. Those who hurled those rocks at Stephen stoned him to death. Paul was holding their coats, watching them saying, go get him, get him. Watched him die. Heard him say the words, I see Jesus, the son of man standing at the right hand of God as he's leaving earth. And as he, then he hears him say, Lord, don't lay this charge against them. And it infuriates this this young Pharisee, that this man would not curse them, even in his, di- in his dying, in the most horrific, one of the, it's got to be one of the worst ways to die, to be stoned to death, and hear him plead mercy for those who are raining those rocks down on him. And it infuriated this Saul even more, and so he went out to get more and arrest more and throw as many in jail as possible. So he's got these papers backing his, his authority, and he's heading to this place called Damascus on his horse as quickly as possible. And all of a sudden, the Scripture says, a light shone from heaven, boom, brighter than the noonday, and it knocked him smooth off of his horse. He's laying on the ground, and he hears this voice from heaven say, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Imagine what an awakening this must have been, a shaking this must have been for him. And he said, who are you, Lord? See, here's the thing. Saul, this entire time, has been fighting for God, so he thought. And in this moment, he realizes he's fighting against God. And he says, who are you, Lord? He he understands this is the Lord, but he's also making this terribly honest admission. He doesn't know who the Lord is. He thought he knew. Who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus of Nazareth, whom you're persecuting. I'm Jesus of Nazareth, whom you're persecuting. In other words, Jesus says, if you're persecuting the church, you're persecuting me. He takes it very personally because we are the body of Christ. Bring up that Acts, if you would. I want to see what Jesus says to him. A little later on, uh, verse 16. But rise, this is Jesus talking to him. Stand on your feet, for I have appeared to you for this purpose, to make you a minister and a witness, both of the things which you have seen and to the things which I will yet reveal to you. Verse 17, I will deliver you from the Jewish people as well as from the Gentiles to whom I now send you. So man, you talk about a slap in the face. This whole encounter is nothing but a slap in the face. Now he realizes, you've been fighting for the wrong cause. You've been fighting God. Uh, because Paul, what he found out right here, Saul found out, is that you can't be pro-God and anti-Christ. <laughs> and you can't be pro-Christ and anti-church. All works together. Amen. I will deliver you as well as from the Gentiles to whom I now send you. So now this Pharisee of Pharisees, this Jew among Jews, is sent to go where? To preach to pagans. People look like you. Gentile dogs. Bacon and shrimp eating people. Celebrate those pagan holidays like Easter and Christmas and 
I will deliver you. Now watch this. To whom I now send you, verse 18. Now here's why I'm sending you. To open their eyes in order to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God that they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among those who are sanctified by me. I love that. And that Paul took that mission and he ran with it. He ran with it. He ran with it. I mean, Jesus said, I'm calling you to the rest of the world. The Jews make up something like 0.2% of the population of planet Earth. And Paul, your, mis- your ministry is to 99.8% of the world. And this is the gospel you're going to take to them. Christ died. Tell them Christ died for their sins. And he was buried and he rose again from the dead. That's the gospel I want you to preach. That's the light that's going to come on. That's going to bring them out of darkness. That's going to bring them out from the power of Satan to the power of God. Amen. And they're going to be a people set apart for the living God. Those who were on the outside, as as, I almost called you Paul again, as Carl said this morning, according to Hebrews, I mean Ephesians, I'll get it right here in just a moment, Ephesians, where Paul says right before verse 13, which says, we've been brought near, he says, but you remember Gentiles, who you were at one time. You were outside of everything. You were all on the outside looking in. You were strangers to the covenants. That law that came that set Israel apart from the rest of the world, that law had nothing to do with you. You didn't get to be a part of that deal. That was for God's people. He said, but now, guess what? The blood of Jesus has leveled the playing field. And now God is no respecter of persons. And now he wants all to come in to his kingdom. Hallelujah. Amen. So this is why we're going. This is why we're talking about this. Because we have a world to win for Jesus. This is because people need to understand something. There are a lot of people out there, and unfortunately a lot of Christians who think that us Going to heaven is as a result of something that we've done. Is our reward for our hard work here on the earth. No, 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 no. You going to heaven is Jesus' reward. You are his reward. You are his trophies. Amen. So we want to do everything that we can at One Cause Church to help Jesus get as much reward as he earned. Amen. And he earned every soul of man. Amen. And by that blood, all can be saved. Anyone who believes on him can be saved. But the word also says, how will they believe of whom they have not heard? How will they call on him if they don't believe? And how will they believe if they haven't heard? And how will they hear without a preacher? And how are they going to preach unless they're sent? There are those that are going and there are those that are sending. Amen. So you're one of those two. You're one of those two. Say that. I am either a goer or a sender. Amen. So, uh. Do that part today. This is what makes the body powerful and this is what makes our ministry reach beyond what one or two people could do. But in a collected effort, my goodness, we can get the work done. Amen. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the message. For more information about One Cause Church, please visit us online at onecausechurch.com.